And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with New Age Insider's Chief of Staff, DC Matthews, and the unendorsed Doc Manson. Ladies and gentlemen, I bid you welcome to DDT Wrestling. My name is DC Matthews at DC. Did you really have to say DDT Wrestling? What else is it? No, really, did you have what to say it? What else would it be? Well, I mean, you could say it, but I mean, well, right before you started talking, they were hearing DDT. DDT. Oh, because of our intro? DDT. DDT. Yeah, I mean, they know what they're I thought it said to. DDT. So the first thing you say is, oh, yeah, well, that okay. theme's. Then let's start the whole no, show over no, again no. because. I am your host, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson on Twitter. I am joined, as always, by my other host, at DC Matthews NAI. DC Matthews, how you doing, buddy? I am oh, doing. pal. Old kid. I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I am a little Royal Rumbled out, which is a sad thing because the actual Royal Rumble, the 2016 edition, is coming at you live in pretty much exactly 48 hours. 48 whoa, whoa, hours whoa, from whoa, now, whoa. you and I. Why are you rumbled out? Yes. Why are you rumbled out? I've been on a quest. I've been watch- on the WWE Network. I've been watching every Royal Rumble match from 1988, and I just finished 2008. So that's. About 20 years worth of Royal Rumbles that I have watched. So I've seen 20 of them. What's the best Rumble? 1992, no question. I knew that going in. How come? Ric Flair. You just you watched it yourself. I told you to. It was good, but I was watching it for an entirely different reason. I wasn't watching the match. You were watching to listen to Bobby Heenan? Correct. And wow. let me tell you, man. Bobby Heenan and uh, Gorilla Monsoon there, uh, together, are fantastic. That's they the can, best. A lot of people pick Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler as the best announced duo. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan, for my money, the best commentary of all time. Yeah, they're real, real good. And it's real easy to lose yourself in the product. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're they're giving you the play-by-play. Yeah. If not for those they're two, that's probably not the best rumble. But, Yeah. When you add those two together in with that match with Ric Flair coming in at number three and winning the title, it, it's superb. The 1997 one was good. Um, 2004 was good. The whole Benoit story, that was good. But for my money, the 1992 Royal Rumble is the best one I've ever seen. So, But maybe 2016 is the year that beats it. The one versus all. You know, I like the Rumbles that have a clear story that goes from beginning to end. This one seems to be that way, so I'll put on my optimistic hat as the Pope of Positivity and hope for the best. What do you think? What are your thoughts 48 hours before the Rumble? I like Royal Rumble matches, and this one could be good, but I don't really like Roman Reigns, and... Uh, making it for the title is a nice... I was going to say, it makes it less interesting. But in all fairness, it is a nice change of pace. Having it be an automatic go to the main event of WrestleMania every year 
Yeah, that gets old after a while as well. So I don't. I guess my feelings are mixed. I don't know. I will be interested. I don't think I will be able to pass a full judgment on this until we see what they do with Fastlane. I've heard that they have a clear plan in place for what they want to do with Fastlane. If they can turn that pay-per-view into something meaningful that continues the road to WrestleMania, then perhaps this was a good decision. Right now, I'm I, I'm on the fence. Uh, so I'll be interested to see where they go from here. But this is the the go-home DDT Wrestling, so this is our prediction and production show. I've got the match list right here, all one, two, three, four, five, six of them. So Doc Manson at Doc Manson, I ask you, what are we going to watch on Sunday? Well, there's the Royal Rumble match, clearly. There's one. And What um... else? I mean, I would say there would be a heavyweight title match, except that's the Brumble match. It is. So So there are five more. Uh, Let's see. Alberto Del Rio must be facing someone, because he's a champion. Yep. Uh, I'll say Kalisto, but I don't really know. You are correct. You are correct. You're a third of the way there. Del Rio versus Kalisto, part 75. Let's see. uh, What else? Every other title is on the line. How about that? That'll... The Intercontinental yep. Champion is uh, Dean Ambrose. He is. So he must be facing Kevin Owens. Correct. There you go. Halfway there. He's All got right. it. What is, the stipu- uh, what is the stipulation for Ambrose versus Owens? Uh, oh, I remember this. This is last man standing. Correct, sir. You you claim you don't, you know. I, you like I have to, to think about it. You like you like to put on airs that you're this casual fan, but you you've got an encyclopedic knowledge of this. All right, I can go. barely remember what this card is. Uh Becky Lynch versus Charlotte There's for the women's four. title. You're two thirds of the way there. Title. You've only got two more to go. Oh, this is the hard part though. Because okay. You said all the championships were on the line, so that means the tag titles are one of those matches. Yeah. Uh, the tag champions are the Usos. Incorrect. They're not the champions? Then Put okay. your horn it's on new, your head, it's, sir. It's, it's Put your day. horn on your head. So the, the champions are New Day, and they're facing... The Usos. There you go. Oh, that was close then. All right. Well, I there's had a very the wrong good, I will say there's the a very good chance that the Usos walk out of Orlando with the titles. So, all right. Now, all right. here is here is what separates the the fan from the hardcore fan. What is the pre-show match? Wait, is that the only match left? Yes. You were counting pre-show when you told me the list of matches. Yeah. There's five matches oh. that are all title matches, unless they announce something else. Fine, I, I'm happy to say I have no idea what the pre-show match is. Then let but me it's tell a you who watches the pre-show. Nobody watches. Then the let me tell you, we might be watching the pre-show two days from right now. It is a fatal four-way tag team match where the winning team gets entry into the Royal Rumble. The Dudley Boys take on the Ascension. Take on the team of Mark Henry and Jack Swagger. Take on the team of Darren Young and Damian Sandow. Okay. Well, that'll be a great match. 
Doc. Look forward to seeing the Dudleys. Doc. In the Rumble. Doc. Damien Sandow. Who? He's alive. Elias Sampson. <laughs> the the hobo's older brother. He's alive. All right. Well, that's pretty good, I guess. Good to see him. Hope he brings out a bathrobe. I hope he tells me I that I'm welcome will. for something. And I, uh, I, I hope he does. We'll see how it goes. I hope he doesn't come out dressed as Titus O'Neil because that'll be awkward if he goes back to that gimmick. I bet he comes out and he gets pinned without saying or doing anything. So. We have all of those matches. That's I, my production. I am inclined to go with you and think that the Dudleys will make it into the uh, the Royal Rumble match. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I've asked you this question, but I have to ask it again. Is this what they wanted from their WWE run, their final run before probably induction into the Hall of Fame? Is this what they wanted to be on the pre-show wrestling uh, the Ascension and two teams that aren't even really teams? Maybe. Were they just hoping know. for a paycheck? Because that's, that's what this was. I mean, the way you me. describe it, no. But if you were to describe it as one last run coming in, using our fame and our position to put over some newer guys and help them get over on the roster, yeah, I could totally see that as being worthy of their last run. But then when you sort of point out things like, oh yeah, against two teams that aren't even teams, and on... A pre-show. I can't imagine that's exactly how they had envisioned I'm all, this entire thing going. I'm all for them putting over New Day. I'm all for them putting over the Wyatts. That's what they should do. But now they are, you know, we're, we're, we're throwing together teams like this is the lethal lottery, and we just randomly have the Dudley boys. So again, I think they win. Maybe this is... And and this is total fantasy booking on my part. Maybe they win, they go to the Rumble, they get eliminated by somebody, and this is what causes them to turn heel, which is probably the only way to save them right now. But I, it, I am puzzled. I am confounded by by what is going on with Bubba Ray. I'd like to D-Y. see a heel run by the Dudleys. I think it would be Let fantastic. Them, uh, feud with the Usos and... I was going to say Lucha Dragons, but they're not really a team at the moment. Well, and if anything, the Usos are the only team left that they haven't put over yet. So, yeah. I yeah, would say so. Good point. Maybe they'll be around long enough to to put over American Alpha. Who? American Alpha. I don't know who that is. Did you watch NXT this week? I did. Then you know who it. Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. They have a team name. They're American Alpha. I missed that. They were talking for a while. And I listened to some of it. Yeah, well, that's their team. That's, that's not their strong suit. Sorry. I, I like them talking. I think they have a, a good chemistry and, a, and they have witty rapport back and forth. I think they do, but too, that, except it's not the sort of thing that I listen to. But that, problem. that name needs some work. American Alpha, a little too close to the American males for my taste. So who were the American males? Uh, Buff Bagwell and a guy named Scotty Riggs in the mid '90s were a team of essentially male models called American Males. All right. So yeah, that's fine. All right. So uh, we don't need to talk too much about the pre-show. I hope Sandow gets to do something. I I fear that you are right, and he's the one that I've- gets pinned. I'm he gets to lay down and look at the rafters. That's what he gets to do. In that well, match. And, and even that would be an improvement from what he's True. been doing. 
He'd be on a pre-show. He would be, and he, as opposed to being on nothing. All right. Uh, he was on Raw. Standing behind the New Day. Yeah, yeah. Blocked by Big E's massive bicep. So, did I mean, you, if anything, the pre-show's probably a step down. Did you see Francesca's uh, uh, funeral service with Big E in that dress shirt? What size do you think that dress shirt is in order to fit those pectoral muscles? Like, he's got to uh, be getting them custom made. Tent. A tent, tent, tent sized. sized? I was going to yeah. go with parachute, but tent might also be correct. Yeah, I don't know. It's gigantic for sure. All right. Uh, so let's just dive through the the predictions and productions, and then we can talk some mailbag and whatever else we talk about before we get on out of here. Uh, I know how you love talking about mailbag. The email, the email, what, what, the email. Yep. We have four of them. We have four of them. I'm looking forward to it. What were you, wait, now I'm I'm uncomfortable wondering what you were talking about. Yeah, we'll just keep moving on. All so right. what's the first match that we want to predict? Let's, let's just go with Kalisto and Del Rio because it's the match we've seen the most of. They've traded the U.S. title back and forth. Um, Kalisto is is an up-and-coming single star. Del Rio is a guy who probably regrets signing with WWE. So oh, how do you feel about this match there, Doc Manson? It'll be fine. It'll be a good match. And I think Kalisto comes out with the championship again. My my worry here is, you know, right now, uh, with the exception of Ambrose and Reign, you know, three of the five belts are owned by heels, Del Rio, Charlotte, and New Day. Uh, and, you know, since there is a chance that... Uh, that we'll have a new champion. In fact, m- many would say there's a 29 out of 30 percent chance we're going to have a new world heavyweight champion. You know, I, I it would only work that way if the ending wasn't predetermined. Your so, statistics are weak, as evidenced by the fact that you heard me explain the NAI 150, and only because of the bond of our friendship did you not tear me asunder. <laughs> uh, so. You know, I, I I gave up on... I skipped statistics classes to go start dating the woman who would become my wife. So, mm, you know... Seems like a good use of your time. I, I'm a fan. Uh, uh-huh. I, so I, I want to say Kalisto will win too, but some of these heels have to win uh, their matches. And, you know, I, I can see a world in which literally every title changes hands. Every yeah. single title changes hands. And, I mean, the only thing I can say against Kalisto winning it is if they were going to have the belt on him, why didn't they just keep it on him the other day? Uh, people on NAI Pod hypothesized that they were testing the waters to see if the crowd would respond positively to Kalisto winning. It was kind of a test balloon. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why you needed to do that. Kalisto is this Rey Mysterio-esque figure. He's going I also to don't understand reach. why... I don't understand why you had him lose it, though, because you already saw the crowd pop uh, on Raw, so you're experiment has answered itself at that point. Well, so to now, keep the belt on him. Now do you do you have him drop the belt so that way when he wins it again at the Rumble on a bigger stage, it's an even bigger pop? You know, is that what they're hoping yeah, for? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if that's, that's probably it. I don't know if that's the right logic to use, but you know, yeah. that's 
But, it seems um, like an odd trading back and forth either way. I, I, I am going to go ahead and agree with you. My prediction is that Kalisto wins. I think Del Rio does nothing for that title right now. Uh, I mean, I could see him holding on to that title. I could see but... him holding on to it in the sense that there's no point in him losing it right now. But he, right. you know, he is not. He is not furthering the title by keeping it. Kalisto, I think, could. But then again, again, you got to consider all the other. You know, if all five titles are on the line, you know, I don't remember if there's ever been an. I'm sure there's been a pay per view where they've all changed hands. I don't know if it's going to be this one. So. We'll see. But I'll go ahead and say Kalisto. Um, how do you feel about Charlotte versus Becky Lynch? I will say this. I have despised everything Charlotte has done since Ric Flair has been involved. But the other night, when uh, Becky began to uh, you know, appeal to Ric Flair and Ric agreed to the match without Charlotte's approval, that was interesting to me. I, I was, I was kind of into that because, you know there was actually something happening that was more about Charlotte and less about dad. Yeah, your, I thought that was fine. Your thoughts on the on the Divas uh, situation heading into the Rumble and potentially beyond? Uh, you know, it's nice to see Becky Lynch finally getting out there and talking with a bit of passion and showing some real personality. Um, she, she's been eminently watchable, for sure. Uh, I, I don't think that she is the strongest talker, but... I think her performances these last few weeks have been pretty good. Uh, she's a great wrestler as well. Um, but just like she didn't win the big one in NXT, I'm not seeing her win the big one here either. I think they stay with Charlotte. All right, I have two questions. Uh, the first one is why? is Char- Again, and I'll ask you the same, it's the same kind of question I had with Del Rio. Uh, is Charlotte doing anything for that title right now? No, but they let Nikki Bella have it for like a year. So, it's not any worse than that. If I was a different sort of person, I could make the argument as to why Nikki Bella was allowed to hold on to that title uh, based on... And unless your entire argument was consisting of the two words John Cena, you'd be wrong. But, you know, that's fine. No, that is my only argument. Okay, yeah, great. But no, I think uh, Charlotte has a lot to offer. I think they realize that. And, frankly... She just turned heel. So this is her first feud against Becky Lynch. There's mileage to be had there. I'm not sure against whom, because Paige is not exactly a face. Um, apparently Brie she, Bella is uh, not exactly a face. Apparently Paige is a face. She's now, you know, was excited to see Natalia, and they're a buddy-buddy, so apparently... So I guess we could watch that. And who knows what Sasha Banks is doing. Lord knows I don't know. Apparently she's injured. There's been a lot of controversy about that. You know, people talking to those close to her uh, said she wasn't injured. Uh, You know, I'm not sure what to believe, but the fact that I haven't seen any of Team Bad, except for Tamina, on television in a while uh, makes me think something is amiss. So that brings me to my second question. Uh, and I don't know why we we spend so much time on this, but who is the best women's wrestler in the WWE right now? Asuka. Let's talk main roster. Ah, main roster. Okay. And honestly, if you had said Asuka, I would have accepted that answer as well, but I appreciate that you're actually thinking about the question. Yeah, no. um, The best women's wrestler on the main roster... Probably Charlotte. 
I, I'm I'm thinking you know you, you might be right. I the point I'm trying I, to I get could make an argument I think for Paige, mm-hmm. but the point I'm trying to get at is Becky Lynch is up there in the conversation. You know, until we see Sasha on TV regularly again, I I think so. I think I don't think so. I mean, I think the fact that she showed me something these last couple of weeks is great, but it's the exception rather than the rule. I, I haven't seen this out of her before, and I've seen her a lot. You just pointed out, for a long time, her character was, hey, I've got some steampunk goggles and I make puns. That was never entertaining. Sorry, it just wasn't. But I will say, she she is, as you said, she is showing us something, and I'm not, now granted, I am not the expert on women's wrestling, believe you me, uh, but I haven't seen a whole lot of anything from others on the roster so maybe it's just she's you know just because nobody else is doing anything i can believe that she will win the title i don't think that she will i'm gonna again predict that charlotte wins but i think i'm in agreement i could believe that she would win and, yeah, and they've and got her in, the same, they got her in a good place yeah in Two months ago, three months ago, if you told me, hey, at the Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch is going to contend for the title, I'd have probably laughed you out of the room because she was If she walks away from the champion, if she walks away as the champion, I'm not going to be distraught about it. I think that would be a good move. I think either way it's a good move. Mm-hmm. I don't really see it as likely, but I could, it could happen and I'd be fine with it. You know, part of me feels the same way about her as I do about Kalisto. They are legitimate contenders for these titles and they weren't a while ago so no matter what happens win or lose they're in a good place uh we win i can't say that about the usos though no they're black holes of charisma however runners up for uh wettest wrestlers of the year perhaps however i'm not sure they made our runners up list actually but i'm going to predict that they win the tag team titles I am also predicting that. I, you know, that despite, I don't know if it's just because uh, of the Roman Reigns connection, I don't, I think, or maybe it is just that New Day, again, like I said with Charlotte, like I said with Del Rio, New Day has taken those tag team belts as far as they can. And perhaps I'm looking into the future and saying, okay, New Day drops to the Usos, who then could potentially drop to a heel Dudley's, which, you know, I think should happen at some point in the future. Uh, So maybe that's where I'm seeing this going. But I don't think the New Day keep the belts. I think they've done as much as they can with it, and they need to move beyond the tag team wrestling. So I'm fine with that. I agree. Uh, and I also, along the you know Roman Reigns connection line, you want to talk a little bit about Ambrose versus Owens. Uh, I think Ambrose keeps that belt. I, I and we leave the Royal Rumble with the Usos and Ambrose as champions and Reigns not. Interesting wrinkle interesting wrinkle. I what I will say, I want to uh, just take a minute and applaud WWE because they're giving us five title matches where I can see anyone winning. And for yeah. the, for the four non-rumble matches, I can see either man walking away or woman walking away with the title. Usually you see a title match and you're like, "There no, Cesaro is not going to win this title." But in this case, I can believe it and I'm going to I will disagree with you solely for the fact that we just can't have 
an entire well, podcast. It's my preference that Kevin Owens walks out the champion. Don't believe you me. Yes. Um, he's his his character demands that he be champion. He's a prize fighter, mm-hmm. and without a prize to fight for, I mean that he. He continues to be interesting, don't get me wrong. He's the best thing on Raw these last uh, string of weeks. But I think because of that character, because of who he is, he elevates the belt, and the belt elevates him. Uh, I think it's a good relationship. and I th- So I do think he should have a belt mm-hmm. before too long. But I could see it not being tomorrow night. The only reason I see... Owens not winning, and again, I'm going to predict that he does win. There are some other prizes out there, you know. He could is Owens. In... I'm sorry, is Owens also in the Rumble match? I don't believe right now that anyone from the other title matches are also in the Rumble, but that usually changes. Right now, I believe there are only about 15 men listed as entrants, so there's going to be surprises, and I think if Del Rio loses... He goes in. I think if Owens loses, he goes in. And that's part of it, is he could go in and contend for the world title, you know. And I also, and I've seen the rumor online, but, you know, there is a prize to be had in wrestling The Undertaker. And maybe it is just my own fanboy geeking out, but an Owens versus Taker match at WrestleMania has my attention. So, I mean... If Owens picks up the Intercontinental title, I could see that as being a lead back into a Sami Zayn main roster debut. I know they just put him back on NXT, mm-hmm. but I'm not convinced he's going to end up in the NXT title picture. Well, uh, no, they, they could catapult him to the main roster. I, I think it is next week. I think the match is happening right now. I know tapings are going on, so I'm staying off of Twitter. But... Um, I believe that next week is Zayn versus Cruz, ver- or no, Zayn versus Joe versus Corbin. And of those three, Zayn is the least likely to win. I could see him losing, you know, uh, basically essentially putting over a couple of guys for, you know, a, a couple more weeks and then showing up. I'd love to see him show up at the Rumble. Nothing I mean, would they, make me happier than to the see The company him- does seem to be gauging interest in such a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw I the did. footage of Owens confronting Zayn yeah. at what was it, a house show or something. Yes. But yeah. I if if Owens is in the rumble, I'm going to be expecting Sami Zayn to show up, brawl with Owens, throw Owens out, and then do his running dive, eliminating himself, and the two of them just continue to brawl throughout the the arena. Uh I and I would I would lose my mind with glee if that happened. Um, One other thing I will predict. When we do the DDT Awards in December, if we do a match of the year, and I don't know if we included that, that seems to be fairly traditional for us, but if we're going to be talking about best matches, Ambrose versus Owens in a last man standing match has a very high likelihood of being included. Really? You think that's going to be a memorable match? Ambrose, ver- uh, well, I, I suppose it depends on how much leeway they are being given. 
if they are given the ability, because the last man standing match is no holds barred. You can use chairs, you can use tables, you can use ladders if you need to, as long as you know your opponent can't answer the ten count. So I think it's possible that that match could steal the show Sunday night. You know, both of those guys are very good, and if you give them a, a chance to be, you know, dare I say it, a little extreme. I think that's going to be something we're talking about for a long, long time. So, I like some of that. I'm hopeful. All right. So, that brings us to the Rumble match itself. Roman Reigns enters at number one and has to outlast 29 other men. Um, so, do you want to go right into the your prediction for the winner? Do you want to talk about, you know, surprise entrance? Well, do you want to just. Before we talk about. Well, this might be about the winner, but let me ask you a question, because this could be about the winner or not. Sure. But let me kind of just flip the question around. Does Roman Reigns leave the champion? No. I don't think so. I think WWE loves the chase. You know, that's been talked about before on this podcast and others. And I think they like having the idea of Roman Reigns do the chasing. So I do not think Roman... I think Triple H, whether he is an entrant or he just shows up, I think Triple H costs Roman Reigns the the title, you know, gets him tossed out somehow, and we see Roman Reigns versus Triple H at WrestleMania without a title being on the line. That's my prediction in or, that sense. Or, or, or Triple H comes in at number 30 and wins the title. I'm going to say no. Now, that doesn't mean anything because it could totally happen. But I'm going to say no. And who do you think they're going to put it on? Um, my article I wrote this week said Bray Wyatt. And... I'm going to stick with that prediction even though every fiber in my being really wants to say you are out of your flipping mind if you think Bray Wyatt's going to be champion. But You're out of your flipping mind. I, I, I understand that. And I, I am willing to, you know, thankfully we don't keep score here on the prediction and production shows, so I can make as many wild predictions as I want. Lana's going to come out and win the women's title. Uh, but... I I I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say they because they can rewrite history Sunday night and all of the talk about how Bray Wyatt has done nothing and goes nowhere is over if he ends that show holding the belt. What do you think? I mean, potentially they accomplish the same thing if the Wyatt family eliminates Brock Lesnar from the Royal Rumble. Um, It's not quite to the same level, and the thing is, it leaves them in a similar place at the end of the Rumble. The Wyatts get to have this major talking point, they get to stand tall, they get to look like they did something of monumental importance. However, if they go that route... I think Brock Lesnar comes out on top of that feud, ultimately putting Bray Wyatt right exactly where Bray Wyatt always is. And that's and that's my point is, if they do, 
we're going to see whether it's Brock versus Bray at WrestleMania, whether it's Brock versus the entire family at WrestleMania. Can we just say right now we are not going to see Brock versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania? Thank you. There's no way. Thank you. I right. got a couple of people tweeting There's me. There's a 0% probably tweet, They probably tweeted you, hey, I'm hearing Brock versus Brock. That would be the dumbest move they could possibly make. I just can't see it. You I, know, can't, I can't see well, it. And, and, and you already... You put Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg, and that was granted 12 years ago and an entirely different world away, or however many years ago it was, and there was a completely different world, and there was a lot of mitigating factors, but you are not going to put him against a giant who, for all intents and purposes, can't wrestle. You're not going to do it. Especially not when you could very easily have that match as Brock versus all four of them. Yes. I think that would be where they go. And, you know, while... While there's a lot greater likelihood that they win, if that's the case, it's still gonna have. There's gonna be that little asterisk in the record books that says Bray Wyatt did beat Brock Lesnar with help from Luke Harper and Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman. Because I mean, let's like, let's face it. If if the Wyatt family is not facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, and if they are not in the title picture. What are they doing? Uh, facing Ambrose again? You're talking about Bray Wyatt now? I guess so. The Dudleys. What else a, would they it, do? It's the Wyatt family versus the Dudleys in in a real life table match. Like they're gonna, they mean business this time. At Mania. Oh, sure. God. Or yeah, this, Or yeah, it's all four members of the Wyatts versus Brock and Undertaker and Kane and Sting. Whoa! Crazy. But then Brock would go crazy and eat his own teammates, which would be fine. Yeah, which would I'd be like fine. to see that. Uh, yeah. So, are we in agreement that Brock Lesnar does not leave as the world heavyweight champion? Yes, because Brock Lesnar, whomever he faces, is a big enough star to you know when 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 you've got so many injuries, you need to spread the wealth. Brock Lesnar is a main event show on his own without the title. Roman Reigns versus Triple H is a main event show on its own without the title. You give the title to someone like Bray Wyatt who needs it in order to become that main event person. So who do you think wins the Royal Rumble? If if it's not if I'm out of my flipping mind for saying Bray Wyatt and I am, and if it's not Brock Lesnar, we're running out of top contenders. Are you going to tell me Triple H wins the Royal Rumble? I think there's a good chance. Does he come in at in my In my head, in my head, I can't think of any scenario where it's not one of three people. Where it's not Roman Reigns, Triple H, or Brock Lesnar. I can't think of anyone else who makes any look of sense. Can you? Sheamus. They showed their hand on Sheamus by how quickly... He transitioned that belt to Roman Reigns. I I don't think that's a possibility. I I, I think it is a possibility in the sense that again, you know, we're asking ourselves: Is Triple H going to wrestle at the Rumble? And I, we don't know. He could show up mm-hmm. in a leather jacket and a sledgehammer and be doing the same. You know, he doesn't need 
to okay. wrestle. Okay, you've just explained a scenario where I could see Sheamus leaving as the champion. You know, and Sheamus as the world champion is another main event guy, but again, then you've got Sheamus versus Reigns. Is that going to main event WrestleMania? Please tell me no. no. Uh, I don't think so. I think something happens at Fastlane that makes Sheamus again a transitional champion. And, um, and at this stage... There's nothing wrong with that. At this stage in his career, I know he's not an old guy, but he's been around for a while... Hey, it's a great way to start getting his title numbers up, too. I mean, they had to start saying somebody's a six-time world heavyweight champion again, right? I mean, there's not too many of those middling guys anymore. That's true. So, I again, I think the fourth guy is Bray. You've got you've got Roman, Triple H, and Brock as your top three. Bray's an outsider at four. Sheamus is in there, the conversation somewhere. I think Sheamus is number four. And Bray's five? You're cra- what are they going to do, give it to Jericho? I don't think, I don't think Bray even rates, man. I really don't. But then who else outside of those four? And I know you could just say there's an 100 percent chance that one of those four walks away with the title. If not those four, Big Show, Jericho, Rusev. I'd love that. That would make my day if Rusev won. But Vincent, <laughs> Kennedy, McMahon. He's already won a Royal Rumble. He can't win another one. <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. I, who are we know, not thinking of? Who's due we, to make well, a return? Not, you know who we're not thinking of. Who? We're not thinking of AJ Styles. Da, 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 da. No, we're not thinking of AJ Styles. Well, because he's got no chance of coming in in his first match on the main roster and becoming world heavyweight champion. Why not? He's There's amazing. A zero per- he is. He's in, in fact, I would say phenomenal. However. There is a zero percent chance of that happening. But why not? He's he's amazing. Because Vince McMahon is never going to make a guy he didn't make. Ex- he's just not. Expand on that. I know what you mean, but expand on that for just a minute because I'd like people to understand this point a little more. So please Vince listen McMahon, to the PhD. <laughs> Vince McMahon has a thing where he believes that wrestlers who are successful have to be made by him. And by made, I mean, you know, put into that position. He made, he put, he, I'm trying to, I'm trying to describe the word made. But, you know, he's responsible for their careers. He's the one who gave them the platform. He's the one who gave them the opportunity to go out there and perform. When you have a guy whom did it on his own, Zack Ryder, he doesn't amount to anything. When you have a guy who did it for another company, Sting, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter if you're an icon, Sting, you don't get to go over the homegrown talent in Vince, in Vince McMahon's mind, anyways. Which is why I think AJ Styles is such an outside shot. Now that said, someday Triple H is going to be in control, and Triple H, if he's really the guy running things down at NXT, he doesn't seem to have a problem with that. He's hiring all these guys, they're running the top of the roster, they're doing whatever. Maybe in some glorious you know, future, maybe when Triple H is in charge and Vincent Kennedy McMahon is dead, maybe AJ Styles has a chance. But I think AJ Styles' career is over before Vince McMahon is out of the creative picture of WWE. That's my opinion. I salute you, sir. That was well done. Well done. Slow clap. Was it 
Really? Was it? Was, 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 was it? Good performance? It, 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 you, you proved it. There are people on Twitter, and I understand that when you're on social media for as long as I and some people are, you lose your mind. And so people yeah. are saying, oh, you know, this is going to be great. They're going in an entirely new direction. It's, it's, it's a rebirth in WWE. If AJ Styles shows up, waves to the crowd, and eats a hot dog, that in and of itself is a rebirth for WWE because they took a guy that's like taking a WCW guy from the height of his you know, taking Goldberg from the height of his popularity and bringing him over. They didn't always do that. They did it sometimes, but they didn't do it often, you know. Uh, people will say, well, Stone Cold was a WCW guy. Yeah, because he was stunning Steve Austin, and they took him and they repackaged him, and he became famous as Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I yeah. And so you're absolutely right. AJ Styles has an outside shot of even being in this Royal Rumble. And because, again, I make the case... There are a whole lot of fans that are going to be in Orlando, Florida, who are going to hear the music or are going to see the name and go, who? Uh-huh. If, if he showed up on camera and ate a hot dog, 90% of the audience would go, who's the guy eating the hot dog? They really would. Nobody nobody would know who no. AJ Styles is. They'd have to put his name in. I mean, we, I would know. Yes. You would know. Yes. Most of the people on Twitter would know. Yes. But that's that's not... No offense, that's not who's important. That's not no. who they care about. They would they would have to wait to see. Somebody would have to either say, Michael Cole would have to go, oh my God, it's AJ Styles. And then most people would go, oh, that's the guy everybody's talking about. I, no, 80% of the people would still say, who? Yeah. And I, I'm hearing, you know, and again, you, you, you think I, and I, I fall victim to this myself, so please don't think I am, I am hating. I'm not drinking the haterade on all of you, but, neighborhood, but... You think that because we, as a neighborhood, know who AJ Styles is, the five-year-old with the you know thirty-five-year-old dad who watched wrestling as a kid and is bringing his son, maybe the kid's eight or ten, it, they're not going to have any idea who AJ Styles is. You need to say, "This is my belief." What you do is Triple H and Stephanie open the show, or Vince McMahon opens the show by introducing. You know, and you put a promo package together that says, "This is why you need to care about this guy. He is a champion." You and you show, you know, you hopefully you get video of him beating every other per, you know, because I'm sure he's wrestled Daniel Bryan. I'm sure he's wrestled Seth Rollins at some point in time. And you you make us care about this guy because otherwise, it is not going to have the reaction that you're hoping for. I still I still don't understand why we think AJ Styles is going to the main roster. Because. They've been picking up these huge indie guys, and even guys that are super over all over the world. I mean, Samoa Joe, right? Mm. And they just, what do they do with those guys up to date? They've just put them on NXT. Why, why would it be any different for AJ Styles? I mean, I talked a little bit not that long ago about how, you know, picking up those guys from Japan, it was just a power play. They were just trying to build an audience in Japan for the recently debuting uh, WWE Network, right? I mean, they've been, do but that's been their mo for a while. Why do you think Del Rio is back in the company? Because he's a big star in Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. They paid the money to bring Del Rio back so that they'll get more subscribers. I, admittedly, 
you know, I guess that's not a one-to-one because they did put him back on the main roster, but I think that's because he was already established yeah. there in his previous if run. We're, if we're talking about John Morrison, if we're talking about a guy like that, they're not going to send him down to NXT. They're going to give him... You know, Unlikely, anyways, yes. Yeah. So, why do you think people like Rhino showed up on NXT? He's got no mainstream appeal, even though people would know who Rhino is. I mean, but ECW, hardcore people, they saw he was on NXT and they said, oh, cool. That's just another way of getting eyeballs on NXT when he first was showing up there. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, that's all what they're doing. They're cherry-picking they're cherry picking talent from everywhere to get people's eyes on the network. I, so, I, again, I just, until I see AJ Styles on the main roster, I'm never going to, I don't believe... Maybe I'll be eating my words in 48 hours. Maybe. Maybe he will debut in that Rumble match. I sure hope so. I love AJ Styles. He is phenomenal. Uh, But until I see it, I don't think I believe it. And I don't see what the point of having this big... You know, this is your... Yeah, you signed Samoa Joe. You signed Kevin Steen. You signed El Generico. Great. AJ Styles is a bigger name than all of them. Maybe on par with Mojo, but he's been bigger in Japan. He did the whole Bullet Club thing. He's he's on a Jeff Jarrett kind of level. So, whoa, he was holding Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett was on AJ Styles' shoulders in that picture of the Bullet Club. So again, he is Jeff Jarrett is the supreme leader of the Bullet Club. AJ Styles, you know. He's propping up the greatness. He's not on the same level. He's he's propping up the greatness of Double J. So if if Jeff Jarrett is Darth Sidious, I'm assuming you still haven't seen the new Star Wars movie. I have not, so don't tell me anything about it. If also I'm using the original trilogy. If uh-huh. if Jeff Jarrett is Emperor Palpatine, then is AJ Styles Darth Vader, the Apprentice? Is, um, is he more like General Moff Tarkin? Or I think he's more like Count Dooku. Oh, let's see. Now you're going to the, the prequels. Yeah, the crappy ones. Yeah, yeah. So he's Sorry, AJ. He's Christopher Lee. Well, I mean, when you put it that way, that sounds pretty good. But I was just trying to say that he's kind of crappy compared to Jeff Jarrett. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> I really hope when AJ Styles makes his debut, he's now known as AJ Dooku. That's that's a great. <laughs> I name. hope so too. That's, there's T-shirt the count AJ. Dooku. Oh, oh wait. Oh, so this is a prediction production show. Maybe we made this uh, prediction before. I, I probably did ask this when we broke the news about AJ Styles. But does he get to keep that name? Yes. What, what do you? What? Yes. You think so? Yes. Maybe. No. Prince Devitt didn't get to keep his name. Prince Devitt did not have the American appeal that AJ Styles does. AJ Styles is a big American name. Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura, not going to keep his name. You don't is, think so? No. Maybe he'll be Nakamura. Maybe they'll call him Hideo Itami? His, his, Hideo Itami's brother? No, no, they'll just call him that. And, and we'll forget all about Kenta? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think AJ... You know, I... The rumors are saying he's going to be there. I have a hard time with that. I think people are going to wind up disappointed because they're going to expect AJ Styles. Disappointed! Exactly. And they're not going to see him. Uh, you know, maybe he's in the crowd. You know, maybe he's in the crowd and maybe he shows up on Raw. You know, that's the rumor. The rumor is he's either going to be at the Rumble or he's going to be on the Raw after. I have a much easier time believing 
he shows up on the Raw after in some form or fashion than he does, you know. But, all right, so let's go to the mailbag here because we do have some mail. And two of our emails have to actually do with AJ Styles. So do you need to interject with something? You're, you're looking no, next. Ahead. All right. Uh, our good friend Heeltown at Heeltown underscore USA. They have a podcast on there of their own you should check out. Guys, what do you think is the best option for AJ Styles' intro program in the WWE? And what are your thoughts on free pod... The, wait, the best option? Yes. I was going to read both well, the of them best- because they're essentially the same question. But if you- I was going to say, well, I mean, but I mean, the best option is he comes out to the ring and then he says, I'm taking over the WWE because I'm the phenomenal AJ Styles and I'm awesome. And then Vincent Kenny McMahon comes out and says, oh no, no you're not because I'm Vincent Kenny McMahon. And then AJ Styles gives Vince Kenny McMahon a Styles clash. That's the best possible scenario for AJ Styles. You want to make him overnight. That is the single best option. If you want to type out the best. That's the best. Do you remember Done. the Royal Rumble when Batista and John Cena eliminated each other and Vince McMahon came to the ring to try to sort it all out and as he slid into the ring, he tore both of his quadriceps. That wasn't the Rumble, the wasn't that? Time. Yes, it is. I just was... watched it. I just watched it. Oh, is it? Yes. Batista, what am I thinking of? It's, it's I thought o- he blew it's... out his quads at like Cyber... Sunday no, or no. Royal Rumble 2005. Cena and Batista eliminate each other. One's referee. The SmackDown referees are going with Cena. The Raw referees are going with Batista. Vince McMahon comes to the ring, and you can see it as he gets in. You know, he tries to like slide under the ropes, and he hits his quads against the ring, and his strutting is enough for us. Don't look it up. I swear, I just saw it. And I believe it, you. I'm just. I'm, I, I'm looking it up, but I believe you. The force of his strutting is so strong. He tears both of his quads goes to stand up, his knees buckle, and he is just sitting in the ring. And to his credit, does not express one iota of pain on his face, just continues with the story, And but it was just so funny. And I'm, you know, <laughs> injury should not cause me that much joy. But just... Because he's sitting there and he's like, you know, he sits against the ropes and he's like, what's going on? And, you know, ah, it was just so good. All right. I'm glad I could bring such joy to your life. All right. So Heeltown had a second part of the question, which maybe you understand. I don't. What are your thoughts of free pie Wednesdays at O'Charlie's? I don't know what an O'Charlie's is. Neither do I, Heeltown. Nor do I know what a free pie Wednesday is. But if it's what I think it is... I think it sounds all right. What is your favorite kind of pie ever? Hold on. That's a hard question to answer. Oh, Charlie's? <laughs> Don't look it up. I'm looking it up. I want to know what this is. Is it just like a pie place? I don't know. Maybe Heeltown thinks... Maybe- Casual dining restaurant chain in the United States. More than 200 plus... Look, Try our new Southern-inspired menu. Mmm... <laughs> All right, speaking to my heart right Welcome here. Free Pie Wednesday, viewer pies. Hold on, wait, I'm looking at the pies here. Oh, these aren't like regular pies, DC. Hold on, there's more to it. This is like, okay. Oh, I scrolled. Hold on, I scrolled. I lost the pies. I lost the pies. Oh. Welcome to our new podcast here at DDT Menus. <laughs> Doc Manson. Lemon Supreme, Supreme Pie. Uh, it looks like. 
cool supreme filling top with fresh light layer of lemon. That's not a lemon meringue. I'm not sure what that is. Southern pecan pie. French silk pie. Mm, I'm a fan of French silk ooey, pie. Gooey caramel pie. No. Double crust peach pie. No. And the country apple pie. Well, I appreciate that he's sending us a food question, knowing our podcast. Uh, uh, we don't have no Charlies in our neck of the woods. Are you? No, pre- we don't. Are you prepared for the blizzard? By the way. Uh, yeah, all four inches. Well, and we're even more northern. I'm prepared for all four inches. That's what my wife said. <laughs> oh, God. The problem is it's true. <laughs> Are you uncomfortable? Only that I know so much. Uh, <laughs> you take that back, sir. All right. We, we, um, don't, have no Charlies around. we don't have no Charlies around here, but uh, I... I'm, I I gotta go with chocolate cream. Lemon meringue is good. Don't get me wrong, and I'll go with a good key lime pie. But I love key lime pie. But my favorites, I, I have too many favorites. I love pumpkin pie. Obviously, my connection with pumpkin spice began with pumpkin pie. Oh God, we're back. Um, we're back to where we started. It's all one <laughs> it's big a good circle. <laughs> it's a good place to be. Uh, that said, if I move beyond the pumpkin pies, I also love. A nice pecan pie. We've talked about that, too. Delicious. Now, if we want to move beyond that, though, because really, you know, a a pumpkin pie is sort of like a cream pie thing, and a southern pecan pie is also not a traditional pie, flaky-topped pie. Neither is French silk, by the way. I mean, that's a chocolate pie. But if we have to go with the old-fashioned sort of flaky-topped pie, what my favorite type of pie in that instance would be... Strawberry rhubarb. That is pretty good. I, I I've been I've been keyed into that recently. It is a lovely mm. blend of sour and sweet, which I love. It's delicious. So when uh, it's done correctly, what is our opinion on free pie? Anytime you get free pie, whoa whoa whoa! It, you didn't give me an answer. Chocolate you said cream? you like French silk. Yeah, I know. But if you had to pick a flaky pie, strawberry rhubarb is good. But I'm gonna go with an like a traditional apple apple cinnamon. Apple's good, as long as it's cinnamony. I like it yeah. to be cinnamony. All right. It's got to add some spice. So, thank you, Heeltown. Uh, please go check out their work. Uh, great members of the, the neighborhood and Extended Fake. They have their own group. I don't know, Heeltown, what you call your your listeners. The, the Heeltownians, maybe. All right. And counties. Then, and then we hear from Magnum, our good friend Magnum. Definitely Magnum counties. AI. Heeltownies. Oh, see, there you go. You might have just shot, rocked their world with the Heeltownies. <laughs> I bet you they've got something way more clever than the neighborhood. With AJ Styles rumored to possibly debut at the Royal Rumble or Raw the next night, assuming Magnum. that he, assuming that he does, this is from Magnum. That is a uh, brand that I've never bought. I won that. Don't you lie? Don't you? Lie. We need to do a, a video podcast just so people can see you lying in video form. They're helpful. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh Man, my face is red. Assuming that he does, what would be the best use of him going forward? Heel or face? Oh, we're coming up on the five-minute mark, by the way. The five-minute mark? Oh, are we trying trying to make this an hour-long show? Well, I've been told we can only podcast for an hour, so... Oh, Doc Manson, you outlaw you. The rebel (laughs) outlaw himself. I'm telling you, it's that Liam keeping me down. (laughs) 
There's going to be a cage match someday. Doc Manson versus <laughs> Liam Stryker. I will lose. <laughs> uh, what would be the best use of him going forward, heel or face, world or intercontinental title scene? So, if AJ Styles is making his return, and again, you you already booked the Styles clash on Vince McMahon, which would be entertaining. Um, but if he if he you want to see a real Superman punch, you watch uh, AJ Styles do a springboard elbow off the top rope because that to me is a move that Superman's all about, right there. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I think if you're going to move him to the main roster, um, I think he gets a main event-ish spot at Mania and then contends for mid-card titles for a while until the rest of the Bullet Club joins him. I don't know what is going on with uh, Doc Gallows and uh, Machine Gun Carl Anderson. I don't know what the story is with Nakamura, even though he wasn't technically in Bullet Club. Speaking of machine guns, when is uh, the WWE going to pick up the... uh Motor City machine guns. Sabin and Shelley? Well, they're feuding in Ring Indeed. of Honor right now, last I heard. Oh, well, that seems like a great place to get picked up by the WWE. Can't wait. I like the Motor City machine guns. I like it. Anytime, I heard anytime also, you're going to use your hand as a state and point to where you're from. I um, heard a rumor that... Uh, what's his name? Austin Aries is coming to WWE? Is that true? I don't want. I haven't watched any NXT spoilers. I haven't watched, heard anything about the tapings. So I haven't either. I just heard somewhere so, that so I supposedly don't know, that but, was a uh, thing. But he's not wrestling anywhere else right now. Interesting. And usually, guys who aren't wrestling anywhere else tend to. Do well, that usually, for a guys reason. that aren't wrestling anywhere else, we hear about them getting signed by the WWE. That's true. I can't remember hearing that. That's so. true. WWE likes to spoil themselves whenever they can, and I haven't seen that, so maybe. Uh, Mm -hmm. Very quickly, because we should make this like a 75-minute show. Um, What were your thoughts on Rich Swan, who was an independent wrestler? He was the guy who wrestled Baron Corbin, who's got wings on his tights. I thought he was good. I thought he would fit right in. So, I... I... With the rest of New Day. (laughs) I was. I suppose Kofi does have wings on the shoes. I'm assuming that's where the connection's being made, right? Shelton, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but you've got wings on your boots. I've got wings on my trunks. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, you know, I, 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 and I, I'm glad that you appreciate Are we the only ones who remember Vince McMahon saying that to Shelton Benjamin? Uh, we, we are the only ones who keep talking about it, and we have to keep <laughs> talking about it, because it is the greatest line probably, possibly ever uttered, except for maybe you should go back to Ring of Honor, which is another great line. That was a great line. So, and then did you see the tweet I think I sent you, or maybe I didn't send you? Baron Corbin tweeted after the match um, something like, you know, he wanted to see if he could fly. He can't, or something like that. And it was, you know, this he is making me like him, and I am I'm so angry about it. I'm just so should be. He's terrible. All right. Um, Our other two, we we do have two more emails because we've talked about the rumble. Did you predict someone? Did you predict a winner of the Royal Rumble? Did you? I Bray Wyatt. I'm going with. I'm riding the Bray Wyatt bandwagon. Uh, are you going to say Triple H? Are you going to be that guy that says Triple H? Are you going to say Roman Reigns? I guess so. Triple H? Triple H, I guess. All right. So you say Triple H. I say Bray Wyatt. It'll probably be Roman Reigns. It could be Sheamus. Could it be Daniel Bryan? No. 
I think there's a chance that he shows up. There's a chance. I think it is much... If he's ever going to wrestle again. I think it's more likely that he shows up. Hey, here we go. Um, Magnum wanted to know, how do you use him? Uh, AJ Styles... AJ Styles. AJ Styles comes out. We're gonna we're gonna do an Undertaker Triple H thing. Uh, AJ Styles comes out the the Raw after the Rumble, and before he can say anything, Daniel Bryan comes out, and we see at WrestleMania AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. Boom! I'm that'd King be really Barrett. good. Boom! That'd be really good, but it's not the best. I don't care. That's how I'm booking it. Your best. Well, he your, said the best. Well, your best is also good, but my best. No, my best is the best. We should just end it now. There's literally 16 seconds before it <laughs> just be done. That's it. We're you would do, like that. We're gonna Wouldn't do. You? We're gonna do an hour long podcast, but it's just whatever we're talking about at the hour long mark is just over. Just cuts right out. Right now. No, let's keep talking. Um, Are you sure? We got two more emails. Uh, uh, Laz... I hate to tell you this. Yeah. That played better on the recording than it does in people's ears, because once you add on, you know, the opening uh, music... <laughs> it's it's going to be an hour and second 30 mark. seconds. <laughs> I don't know what it is exactly, but... <laughs> it's about a 30-second intro, so, yeah. Yeah, so... That's all right. Um, uh-huh. our, our, our good friend Laz is struggling, uh... You know he's Laszlo. Uh, apparently, he, you know we we he's he's the guy that we convinced to find his happy. He was so frustrated with WWE, and we told him to go scour the globe. I'm finding my happy. <laughs> this is why we're not doing a video podcast. This is exactly why. Oh, I can behave. Plus the facial scars and things. I don't want. I don't want people to see. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the you know we encourage him to find his happy. He went and found other wrestling, and I'm not going to read the entire email. But the core message of his email is he's trying to figure out how to share his discoveries with the world. You know he shares them with us all the time. And I told him today, you know, I, I love what you're doing, but it takes all that Doc and I can do to keep up with. WWE Ugh. and NXT. I can barely. Well, I haven't even. I have not watched SmackDown yet since it's been on the new channel. Yeah. So I, we I, we're not going to be able to watch Progress Wrestling or ICW or any of these. You know, despite the fact that I would sure just like to say I'd like to just go off to a side here. I'm sure you know you find your happy whatever. I will. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Laz. I cannot follow you to the ICW. I cannot. Insane, insane championship wrestling. This was founded by members of the Insane Clown Posse. Oh, is this the Juggalo thing? This is the Juggalo thing. I, I can't follow you there. I'm sorry. Okay. You're going to have to be happy on your it own. a bridge too far. Now, progress, we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Progress, I, well, and again, maybe it's, someday. It, it, well, and that's it. It's, there's lots of wrestling. I'd, I'd love to watch New Japan. I'm sure I'd really like it. I, I'm behind on Ring of Honor again because I've been watching all of these rumbles. There is only so much time in my day that I can do this before my wife leaves me. So I have to be able to manage my time in some expect. So he's asking, how does he share it? You you tweet about it. You go on to New Age Insiders on Friday, and every Friday, lads, you share stories from your walkabout. You post YouTube links. You talk about what you found. Get a get a fellowship. You know, following there. Heck, if you want to look at us, 
two Nimrods who started a podcast that you know almost got 300 views or listens last week. So you start a podcast. You do that. You 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 can find ways. We we've told you to find your happy. Now I'm telling. I take you. it back, Laz. I take it back. I just did my own little research. Is it not here. insane championship wrestling. I mean, it is an insane championship wrestling. But it's ICW, not founded by them. But it's not them. That's Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, that's something I'll never watch. Okay. Well, I take it back. I apologize also for that brief bit of language. I was just reading the Wikipedia that's fine. thing. No, it, it, um, it, you know, but and, 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 and kudos uh, to you for for fact, fact checking checked. yourself. I fact checked that. Not a lot of yeah. people fact check themselves. I wasn't sure if that was right or not. You fact-checked I, yourself before you fact-wiggity-whack-wrecked yourself. I I am proud of myself. I, I am you. proud of you. So, uh, you know, find a way to share your happy. Start a website. Start a blog. Post on newageinsiders.com. Doc can do it. He won't, but he could. So, there you go. Can I post on days other than Fridays? I, I You'll have to talk to Liam about that. Because I've I've gone as far as I can go. My chief of staff, Liam. My my chief of staff influence only goes so far. Which brings us to our last email, and this is to our newest and biggest fan, the Fishman uh, at Fishman SA three twenty five. The Fishman is one of my favorite Universal monsters. Is it a monster? Oh, you mean like the Universal horror monster movie monsters, not Universal yeah, yeah, the Gilman. Like- yeah, yeah, Fishman, Gilman, you know, whatever you want to call him. The creature from He's the Black Lagoon. Is there a difference? Or is Indeed. Is that the no, same, that's same one? thing? Gilman is uh, the creature. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. And good job, Fishman. So he writes, DC and Doc. First off, from one lifelong Hello. wrestling fan to two others. Neither of us watched for our entire lives, but we get your idea. Thank you all very much yeah. for the podcast and hours of entertainment. Being part of the neighborhood, being accepted like I have is it's an honor. Here's my question for y'all. Being that it's WrestleMania season now, what do y'all feel is the best build-up to WrestleMania ever? I'm talking from the Rumble going forward. For me personally, the build for Mania X7 was flawless. Thanks, guys. Ethan, the fish man. Um, I couldn't, with the exception of TLC, thinking, 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 I can't tell you one match that happened from WrestleMania X7. It wasn't WrestleMania 2000, because I know that one. Uh, I'm assuming Triple H was involved in some way. <laughs> Doc is acting like a fish who has been caught and has a hook in his cheek. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe we've been told to have shorter podcasts for reasons other than what we've been told. Maybe it's because they know after the hour mark, the the wheels come it's off. It's all downhill. The, the wheels come off the train, and we're just sailing, sailing, sailing. Come sail away, come sail away, sail away with me. I, I, a fun story for you. Uh, we finished up last week's podcast, and I, I went into the other room, and Ooh. Mrs. Matthews was like, you sang a lot this time. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> was that embarrassing for her? Uh, a little bit. A, a little bit. Uh, okay. Um, I enjoyed it. So so what's your favorite WrestleMania build? I'm, I, I, I have no idea. I was going to guess you were going to say WrestleMania six, Hogan and Warrior, but... Uh, I mean, probably, but honestly, it's been such a long time since I've seen that mm-hmm. stuff. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm not. Remember I'm it. not. I don't have the encyclopedic knowledge that I think I need to. I like 
uh, I will say this: when people when people legitimately ask me what my favorite match of 2015 was, like I don't even have a head to remember like the stuff I saw over the course of the last 365 days. Like, never mind my life. You know what I mean? There, like, there I, was I got a time no I don't remember if it was in a column or in one of my YouTube videos where uh, I was trying to think of who we awarded one of the DDT awards to, and I couldn't remember that, and that happened literally this month. Right. So that's that's Done. that's that's where we're at. Um, I, we need to have a uh, a Jeff Jarrett uh, category of some kind, one that he can win and one that he can endorse. I, I'm not sure. You uh, you think all about that? That all right. I, I leave that in your capable uh, four inch. Do you think hands. we get Scott Steiner on the show? Do you think we get him to like endorse a category? Uh, yeah, probably if we pay him enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, something to aspire um, to. I will say, this, open up a Patreon. I'm, I'm watching all of these rumbles, and they started the build for Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker before WrestleMania 23. You know, Royal Rumble mm. 2007. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker are the last two men in the ring, and they start there. Then Royal Rumble 2008. They're the first two men in the ring, and they continue it there. I haven't watched Royal Rumble 2009 yet, but I'm assuming it has to happen in some form or fashion again, because two years before WrestleMania 25, they're planting the seeds. You know, that's a pretty good set of storytelling if you're thinking two years in the future or that far in the future. Uh, I also like, speaking of Shawn Michaels, uh, the build for WrestleMania 12. Shawn Michaels winning the boyhood dream coming true versus Bret Hart, the Iron Man match. That's a personal favorite of mine, you know. There's lots of good ones, but again, since I can't remember every, you know, Raw and pay-per-view between them, kind of hard for me to pick. So, you know, those are some good ones. Uh, I invite you, Neighborhood, share your thoughts with us, at Doc Manson, at DC Matthews NAI. Um, thank you for the email. Send us your emails. DDTWrestling at gmail.com. It's the first time we've said it. Uh, send us your emails. Uh, get heard on the show, obviously. We'll chat about your stuff in between singing uh, songs from the 70s. So as we wrap up here, because we are approaching that 75-minute mark, uh, my question to you, Doc Manson, is when next we meet, when we're here next week doing our another episode, uh, what is the biggest... What are we going to be talking about from the Royal Rumble? What are we? What is going to be on our minds from the Royal Rumble. That thing that happened to Roman Reigns and that thing that happened to Brock Lesnar. Are we going to are, are we are we going to name them or are you just going to hypothesize? Oh no, I mean yeah, vaguely, I okay. mean because I presume that's what we'll be talking about and maybe that thing that happened to Kevin Owens. Okay. If it's outrageous enough. I don't know. I I think we'll be talking about two things. Uh number 1, Ambrose Owens. I think that's a match that is going to Last long in our memory. One for the history books. I I do. I think so. Uh, you know because Kevin Owens has single hand. Oh, by the way, yes. If we're not completely under six thousand feet of snow, GQ might be joining for the Rumble. Oh, really? Just uh, throwing that one out there. Interesting. I have not seen our friend GQ in quite a long time. We we need to get him on a podcast. I know. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But I know. Uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk to his secretary and see if we can indeed we can book him. All right. Um, I think we'll be talking about that. I uh, I think 
we'll be talking about Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I, I wrote this before on Twitter, and I'll just say it right here. Uh, if if they want to have a really compelling story, Brock Lesnar's number two. Roman Reigns is number one. Brock Lesnar's number two. And the two of them beat on each other for most of this rumble. And anyone else who comes in immediately gets thrown out, and the two of them continue <laughs> fighting. You know. I, those are the worst rumbles to me. Really? They've done that a couple of years. Yeah, they have, and I've, I've enjoyed them. What, oh, when they just when when people don't build up in the ring, and it's just like one guy or two guys, I, and it's like halfway through the match, and it comes down to it, and it's like, oh man! And now at this point, it's only possible to get a total of eight people in this ring at one time. That's just See, that's not what I want from a Rumble match. And I hate it when it gets to be more than eight. Like, there was one Rumble I was watching recently. There were 12 guys in the ring. I'm like, I can't watch this. Don't get me wrong. Nothing great happens with that many people in the ring, but I feel like you have to see that mass of bodies. Otherwise, it just doesn't count as a Royal Rumble match. Right. I don't know. Right. Something about it. Well, we'll see what happens. I think Ambrose and Owens is one thing. Um, hopefully, we'll be talking about what a great... Rumble it was, and you know how excited we are for WrestleMania season because that's what happens, folks. Two days from right now, we are on the road to WrestleMania. Now we're just you know driving up to the road. We're on like the the thoroughway on the before you get on the road to WrestleMania. So I'm excited. So I hope we're taking the on ramp so that there we go. The we on-ramp. can perhaps then merge into the fast lane. I hope this means that whatever they do, the the championship match is on the back of a flatbed truck. That's all. That's all I want. I just. That's want all it. I've really ever wanted from my wrestling. Then you got to watch it on Censored 1995. They have a match in the back of a flatbed. All right, flatbed. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. He is Doc Manson. Please find him on Twitter at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews. You can find me on Twitter at DC Matthews NAI for Doc. I'm DC. Thanks for listening to DDT Wrestling. We'll see you next time. Curse you, Liam!